This is, it's called Daytona Speed Weeks. So you know the Daytona 500? Yep. It's the, one of the biggest NASCAR races or motorsport races of the year. And here's how it works. So you got the Cup Series on Sunday, which is the 18th. And then you have um, Xfinity, which is the series below that. And then my race the day before. Mm -hmm. And then the day before that is the Truck Series. But um, I'm racing during that weekend. So there's a lot of publicity um, and it, I'd love to win it. I is it gonna to be win. on TV? Yeah, Fox Sports. Fox Sports? Yeah. All right. Fox Sports, it's a big, it's a, big uh, a lot of eyes on this race, so. I'm gonna be watching, yeah. dude. Yeah, I need to. What's the date exactly? February 17th. February I think 17th? It's, I believe it's at 1.30 p.m. in the race. It's a big race. It's 200 miles an hour the entire time. That's awesome. There's no braking zone. You excited? So is, yes, I'm excited. It's so dangerous. This is one of the races where all 40 cars are all together. Yeah. You see a lot of stuff happen. You see people flipping over, flying through the, through the air. It's just one of those things where a lot of things can go wrong, but it's a show for the fans, um, and a lot of eyes are on it, and I'm excited to uh, put on a show for them. And the plan is to qualify good and, and put ourselves in position to win. Um, and I think it'd be a pretty big headline if this young 18-year-old driver um, wins his first ever race. Dude, we all have the best time ever to start a small business. If I'm not gonna be 100% in, I'm not gonna do it. Come on, man, just be yourself. Yeah, and, like, and just show up as yourself. If you don't realize what I'm really about, I'm about freedom, family, and my country. Tommy, welcome. That's Got me. your nerd focus. Shout out to nerd, right? That's right. What's up, everyone? We're gonna we're gonna jump into your story. Um, the reason I took to your story when I spoke to Derek from SE Arms. Give Derek some love as well. Um, he was like, "Man, this this young guy's focus is crazy." From 11 years old, I saw he sent me that reel where yeah. you're as a kid in, in the go kart and doing the go kart race in the indoor tracks to now you're going into NASCAR, which is incredible. I think the sheer focus that you have, and we had a brief conversation before we got on the set, is what more young people need to be doing in their lives. We're caught up in social media and private jets and this and that, instead of being focused on what we want to accomplish as young Americans. So I'm glad to have you on this show. I'm excited to learn more about you and let the people learn more about you. I'm excited for your first season. You're rolling into yeah. right next week. Yep, thank right? you. Yep. Next week. Next week. So, Tommy, thanks for being on, brother. Yeah, anytime, Welcome. anytime. I appreciate the time, uh, Ryan. Yeah, this is uh, this is very cool. Um, yeah, so started racing when I was 11. Um, I, I, honestly, I was into it when I from the very beginning. I used to watch Light McQueen for hours when I was five years old. Um, but I just I don't know why I never got into it sooner. But my dad used to drag race. Then he, he eventually had to retire um, and focus on his family. Um, um, and yeah, I struggled a little bit to, on where I wanted to go. In school, I, I was never interested in school. I was bullied in school. I was what you would call the loser in school. Uh, didn't like some of the things that everyone else liked. And I just didn't know what I wanted to do with myself. I was constantly thinking about that. But I did, I tried baseball. I was actually pretty good at it, but you know, wasn't too exciting. Uh, then I had, I went through a funny phase where I started doing gymnastics and dance, not something your typical boy would do, but. You gotta um, be in serious shape to do gymnastics. Yeah, yeah, I was like eight, nine. I'm not sure how serious I took it, but yeah. yeah. Um, and then I, I spent a few years off just not knowing what to do. It was kind of miserable, just being in school and not liking things. So um, uh, yeah, one day, it was, it was a rainy day, and, and my dad decided to take us down to an indoor go-kart track um, and went out there, and it was, it, was, it was fun. I loved it. I loved beating everyone. I liked, and obviously, it's like 15, 20 miles an hour, but at the time, it was, 
it was like going 200, right? I felt like an yeah. F1 driver, felt like Mike McQueen. Yep. So um, I, I kept persisting and asking my dad to keep going and going and going. Um, more than anyone else. My brother didn't want to go anymore eventually. And you were fixated on it. Fixated. I loved it. Um, and then we looked up outdoor go-karting. Um, and that's what some of the F1 drivers uh, started in to, to get there. And NASCAR drivers. And we found a local uh, track by me. So um, we went over there, did a test day. I wanted to go back, obviously. Um, and then went back and, and won my first race. And obviously winning your first race, your real, real race, um, hooks you as a 10 year old um it's just I, after that i was done it was hit the hit history is written that's what i wanted to do for the rest of my life and i knew from that young so i want to go back to school real quick yeah and we're going to fast forward your life a little bit to say high school <clears throat> and you finish your degree online you left yes. high school what grade were you in uh i did half the year in freshman and all the rest of it was uh you were online. done yeah um and for those of you who are maybe watching this i was kicked out of eighth grade and then again my junior year of high school <laughs> and, and went back and got my gd but you know the traditional school system is is in my opinion designed to take a majority of the folk who are worker bees. Yes. And when you think contrarian to everybody else, that's why you were a quote unquote loser, right? I kinda was able to, because I was intelligent enough, befriend a lot of people, but I also knew that my brain ticked on the other side than they did. And that's why I didn't do well in school. It's not why I was a bad kid. So all of those things I think are qualities in you not any negatives and when you were hyper focused on something like when you got hooked just like golf you hit that sick golf yeah. shot and you play a good round you're hooked on golf i think golf is dumb but that happens to people right you get out on the golf course you get out and play something really well you're hooked you were able to hyper focus because you were interested in it yes so the school shit good for you dude you got focused on what you're doing and obviously you're doing it right and you're going to continue to find success in the route that you have picked. Yeah. Um, my question for you, what's at 10 years old, what's one of those go-karts and setups cost? Um, it depends on the level you're trying to race at. If it's the local level, it's probably the go-kart is probably around three to five grand. It's, it's pretty expensive, mm -hmm. but a, a local race or a local series, um, for the year is probably 10 to 15 in the budget but when you get to like the national racing the highest level of go-kart racing even at that age it could be up to six figures a year so yeah well you're traveling tra yeah trailer yeah. parts everything backup car abs yep it's it's crazy so and you guys did all that we did all that yeah, yeah. we did we were fortunate enough to to be able to do all that yeah and, and we had a, a conversation like i said prior to you know i want to give your parents love because you know a lot of times when we're young and we're pursuing sports it's, you know even lacrosse nowadays is three grand for a season for an average kid who may never play after he's in high school yeah, right yeah. um that type of sport is even more expensive. So to give love to your parents to be able to support you there financially and, and obviously support you in many ways. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. My dad, my dad especially, I mean, he grew up with nothing, right? So he, he grew up with nothing and he was always, just like me, he was fixated on money. He, 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 and he worked his ass off. Yep. Um, and, he, and he got that money. Um, and, I know what um, that feels like. Yeah, and he, he's very... He's very mo he's a very motivated person, and he's a person that believes that he could do anything, like anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm thankful for him because he was able to get that money. But then he put those those mental beliefs 
Um, instilled them in you. Yeah, instilled them in me. And, and the fact that he invested this much in me and believed that I could do it, it eventually caught on and I believe I could do anything as well. And it, it's just one of those things where it's a perfect combination that you cannot stop. No matter how many times you get put down, um, you, you just not stop. You can't stop someone who doesn't stop. Right? Yeah. So, well, you don't, you don't believe that I don't believe I you're going to lose. And, yeah. and if you did lose, you learn. Yeah, yeah. you could be in the, the deepest hole. doesn't matter where you put me or my father. Um, un, we have an unrealistic belief sometimes that we will make it no matter what. And that's, that's what uh, gets you through the other side. Yeah, sometimes you got to have, you know, these false sense of realities. You got to almost yeah. exaggerate in you your own mind. Yeah, you got to be a little delusional to dream as big as you do, starting from yes. the first time you got in that go-kart to thinking you're going to be an F1 or NASCAR, which you're doing now. Um, I want to talk about, you, you said something traveling alone when you're 14 years old just for you know for most people to understand travel in general I'm a guy that like I'm this big burly guy and I, I do all this stuff like I and a little bit of a nervous traveler I freaking hate getting on an airplane right now yeah. at 14 years old you're getting on an airplane to go race wherever it was in the country because your dad was probably trailering the equipment or your team was and you had to just get on this plane by yourself. Talk about that experience as a young 14-year-old and how that helps you mature faster. Um, honestly, it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it was, it was a far trip. I was, it was from New Jersey to Las Vegas. We were headed to the biggest race of the entire year in go-karts. Um, it's like the Super Bowl of karting. Mm -hmm. um, and already at this time at 14, I, um, I've, only, I've already been on probably 80 to 100 flights. Mm -hmm. So I kind of know my way around. And my dad was also the type of guy that just go figure it out. Mm -hmm. No help, no yeah. nothing. Go figure it out. It's the best like way. Man. Yeah. So um, yeah, it, it wasn't too stressful. Um, and I was never nervous about the planes anyway after, you know. I am. I'm a so big long. baby, dude. I hate the planes. I don't know. It, uh, it, it doesn't bother me too much. I gotta <laughs> say. But uh, no, it was the, the only part that I hated was how long it takes because I'm a very impatient person. Yeah. Um, but well, I think that's what makes me a little crazy. Yeah. That, I'll get in that NASCAR with you any day of the week. The plane I don't love as much, but I yeah, do it. I know. Especially no Wi-Fi and stuff. Yeah. It's boring. Yeah. I landed, um, had to get in a train, and then I had a, um, my dad obviously booked the, the hotel, but hotel casino in Las Vegas, and I, I was in my own hotel room at 14 years old, flew all the way down from New Jersey. So it was, it was a cool experience. I felt like a man, um, even though I, I hardly had any facial hair or anything yeah um, but you know it was, it was really cool so but you were um, becoming a man you know, listen, yeah, to, 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 at 14 years old to take that type of trip across the country it's a big deal yeah big deal yeah so uh yeah i was proud of myself but it's cool yeah. it's cool it's good you good it's good to be proud of yourself yeah. i struggled that as a younger guy yeah. you know i was always like i gotta do more i gotta do more i gotta do more yeah i had that too I yeah had that too. it took me a while to get the the mentality down but can't beat yourself up. Yeah, no, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about the ups and downs before we get to, you know, NASCAR. What was, we went from go-karts to... Cars. Cars. Um, now, again, I'm not an expert on NASCAR and racing. What is that level that you went up to after go-karts? <clears throat> so after go-karts, uh, the plan actually wasn't to go to NASCAR. I was planning on going open wheel, so IndyCar. Um, and then eventually we realized that that's a, basically a money trap. You just get trapped. It's too expensive. So yeah. um, there's more opportunities in sports cars. So what we saw was Mazda Racing, Mazda Motorsports, was taking young go-kart drivers and, and creating a scholarship and putting the, the, the top go-kart drivers in race cars um, 
and whoever's the fastest makes it, right? So um, we why are, Mazda? Uh, I don't know. Ma Mazda They're big in that circuit? Yeah, they, they, they actually are. Yeah, Ma Mazda's a, a, a huge way to get into the zoom zoom. Yeah, I, I didn't think so either when I first got into it. But yeah, Mazda was a start and, and changed my life forever. Um, one because you can't just win the scholarship off of pure speed. You need to be able to talk. You need to be able to present yourself. You need to be able to present your sponsors and, and look marketable. Um, and you need a social media following and blah, 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 blah. And at this time, I'm 15, 16. Mm -hmm. What is that, like f freshman, yeah. sophomore? So, yeah. again, I'm a kid. I don't really know what I'm doing. And go-karts, the goal is to just go fast. There's none of that politics stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So um, probably, I mean, ups and downs, that was probably the, the biggest downs because I was one of the fastest there. And they, they pay you, they'll pay you 50 grand to race in one of their first series um, to race. And I, I, I couldn't speak very well. Um, I wasn't marketable. I, I spilt food on my clothes in, in front of the judges. Like, you were nervous. I, it was bad. So, um, and then I, my friends who I you know, you speak very well now, and you come off Thank as you. extremely mature. I had to learn the hard way. I was, that was a huge part of it. I mean, just to get into the scholarship, I had to create a 10-minute video um, in my basement talking about why I should be nominated by Mazda. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know what to say. At 16 years old, it was, I mean, I spent 10 hours down there re redoing the video multiple times. Mm -hmm. It was terrifying. While all my other friends are, are having fun, hanging out with each other, um, it definitely sucked. But I knew that, I knew that, this was all going to be worth it one day, right? Um, I also always, always, always had a belief that um, I was meant for more. I was meant for more than anyone else. Um, and I knew that um, I was going to be something special. So I knew I had to go through some of the hard situations um, first in order to make life easier later. So um, that, those are definitely hard, difficult situations. My buddies who I thought I was better than ended up getting the scholarship because I couldn't speak. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I, we had to pay out of our pocket to race, which uh, was more limited than theirs. But you know, um, that's life, right? So we went to the next next year's shootout uh, and and won it. And what type of cars exactly are you? And give us a visual, you know, on that. So th those cars, they're is it like Hondas and, and they're not great cars. They're spec Miatas. Got it. They were spec Miatas. Got it. Um, so H pattern, spec Miata. You can't. It's just not too expensive. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, if you it's got a roll cage in it, yeah, shell. If you crash some stuff, you learn, and the the budget, uh, the 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 pocket doesn't get too light, right? Got it. Um, so that's where we started. That's where we started. And then let's fast forward to the car you were in before you're going into NASCAR. What is that series? That's that's the Trans Am car. So um, it's basically. A, a NASCAR chassis um, mm -hmm. with obviously a different body on it. It's a, it's a Ford Mustang uh, and, and different engine and everything, but it's, it's more of a road course car, NASCAR's ovals. Mm -hmm. um, this series is, is like stock cars on all road course. And remember, I, I started wanting to go to IndyCar. Which was more of that. More of that, IndyCar yeah. F1. So, um, I mean, it was only up to this year. I've probably done... Uh, 80 to 100 car races in my life. I've only done two oval races, and that's where I'm, I'm going um, in two weeks, right? So, um, yeah, we went that way, and it, it really it really helps translate into the ovals. Plus, the road course racing is really hard. Like, in my opinion, I think it's a lot harder than the oval racing because there's so much more to do, so many more different turns. Well, it's all so much more anticipating. Yeah, it's more intense. So, um I'm happy I went down that way, but that's what it is. Trans Am is basically a NASCAR series, but just all road course. 
Now, uh, it's so crazy, the different levels. I know like boat racing, which I was involved with, you know, there's like maybe three, you know, in the U.S., three organizations. Yeah. And they're not huge by any means. It's such a crazy money sport tax, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know. It's just, a, you know, just like you said with Indy, it's kind of just a spend, spend, spend. There's no money to be made. You know, you just completely are sinking money into a sport. Um, did you win at this Trans Am a lot? Um, so last year was my rookie season. And last year I was the only rookie to get pole position and, and multiple wins. Um, but it was a hard season, it was a difficult one. Not necessarily, we had some driving things that I had to sort, but um, you don't really see rookies just go in and, and jump in and win. We had a car, obviously, we had a car capable of winning more races, but it was, it was a hard year. It was the year that, that went against us all around. We had a lot of mechanical issues, a lot of things in the races that would just take us out that had no... Um, yeah, it happens sometimes. Yeah, like break, Getting the car dialed in, stupid shit. Yeah, there was a race where, I, in only my second race, I qualify on pole. So I'm, I'm starting the race P1. Um, that's really never happened before. Um, and before the race even starts, the car breaks down. I don't even get to go out. And, and it eventually gets refired, but then as I go onto the, onto the racetrack, they say I can't go back to my position because everyone already passed me. Um, so before the green flag went out on the slow laps, I had to start dead last. So I started 30th, ended up finishing fifth with fastest lap of the race. It was a really good race. Um, and then wow. the next race, you know, I was amped. Um, and I'm trying to go for pole position again. Um, you know, I feel hot after the last race, and then I end up crashing. Just pushed the limit too far. Yeah. Ended up ruining my qualifying. And that wasn't great, right? So I had to step back a little bit, regather myself, really think about a championship here um, instead of race by race because you could lose points like that. Um, went into the next couple races uh, with confidence, learned a lot, got a podium, and then I won my first race at, tra in, in, at uh, Detroit. It was during the IndyCar race, IndyCar and Trans Am combined. Mm -hmm. um, so I start ninth, I, and all the way to the last lap, I, I end up winning the race. Um, I think I believe I was one of the earliest rookies to ever win in the series at the time, um, and I end up getting a penalty after the race. So I, they take the win away from me again. Mm. And obviously, as a 17, 18 year old kid, um, uh, it's just gut wrenching, man. So I, I, I you gotta control your emotions. So the next races, um, I make a few driving error mistakes because I'm desperate now. I want to win. I feel like I deserved a few of them, um, and I'm just pushing too hard. Yeah, those emotions are oh god, they're coming out in the yeah. race. <laughs> and this is, I guess, this is where I have to learn it, right? Yeah. At this age, but um, it, it was just difficult. And finally, in the last race of the season, I crossed the line first again, and it stuck. So I, I won the race. Um, uh, which was the last race I competed in back in November. So it was a really, it was a good season, don't get me wrong, but it, it could have been better. But that's what we're trying to do in 2024, just trying to put a, a better season together overall and fight for a championship. Yeah, you're not looking to be, you know, Earnhardt, yeah, you know, yeah. this first season in, in NASCAR. Yeah. You're trying to build it, just like, you know, an NFL career. Sometimes these guys yeah. don't get to the Super Bowl until their 10th season. Yeah, I mean, obviously, as a as a 18-year-old kid, um, you know, you want it now. I, I want it now. Like, and that's sure, good. You should keep I, that I mentality. I like. I want to be the best. I want to win every single race. And but sometimes I gotta hone it down. I've mm -hmm. never been a kid who is afraid of it. I, I was the kid that had no fear. I, I didn't even. I didn't think there were even. I didn't think about people being go karts. There was one time when I was 11, 12 years old. 
Um, this kid beat me, edged me out by by nothing three times. I finished second to him three times in a row, and I, that, you know, um, I'm going into the last lap of the fourth race of the season, and I was not finishing behind him again. And going into the last corner, I don't lift. I drive over the kid. I put them both. I put us both into a fence. I, I nearly killed the kid and, and few other, uh, you know, fans. But that was just an, that's just an example. It's a funny story now, but it's an example of how I was. So I always had to dial it back. Mm-hmm. So um, I was never afraid, but I just had to dial it back. So um, I, I have a, a, a sense of what to do now. Um, obviously, a lot more mature now. But um, so let me ask yeah, you this: So, like college football, let's just say I'm a junior, yeah. I'm a star. You know, do I go into the draft or do I sit back another year and mature one more season? Right? And there's mm. there's two schools of thoughts on that. So you're you're going in. You have a great season last year. You have a couple wins that were taken away by cars and penalties, and you get the last win of the year. You now jump to NASCAR, and this I'm just curious, trying to learn, would it make sense for you to spend another season and, and learn more of that, or you want to get to the oval track and start learning that gig? It's a good question. It's a good question. Um, <clears throat> it really, it's, it's really circumstantial, right? Um, like last year, for instance, was one of my best years. Um, I, drove, I drove consistent. I was smart 90% of the season and honestly most of the reason why we weren't able to win the championship or get more victories per se was engine failures, mechanical failures and a bunch of just stuff that didn't go our way, right? So, um, you need a better I think, crew chief. Yeah, I <laughs> we, uh, we actually changed one um, this year. So, I'm going to put that out there. It's but, expensive yeah, too. It's expensive. Can't, can't be spending that much money to to not see the checkered flag, right? Yeah. So or to have simple mechanical issues. Yeah. I think if you're wrecking stuff every weekend and you're making too many mistakes, you, you gotta stay. You gotta yeah. stay. Plus, I doubt you're getting any offers anyway if you're driving that way. Mm. But if you're getting offers, you have to take it. So it, there's there's really no. So you got an offer. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to. So how does that work? It, you know, so somebody who's not because there's a there's a shit ton of racing fans, and I think racing's blowing up again. It is, yeah. Even bigger, and I don't know why, but it seems like so many race fans, even around here, right? It's easy to go out to the middle of the country, you know, down in Maryland by the track, and you know, you see people with NASCAR gear on a different. But now I'm seeing all types of race gear that people are rocking. I obviously see it all over social media. What type of offer did you get? Like, and again, you don't have to go into monetary sense, but like, what, like, who reaches out to you? Is that NASCAR? <clears throat> um, well, well, not NASCAR. It'll be it'll be a team, right? So you know, some are gonna try to, to scam you. Some are some are just asking for money, and some are genuine. But you're not gonna get offers unless you win. So, so a race team reached out. Race team Got reaches it. out. So. Um, for example, for the Trans Am series, that's, that stuff's always going to be crazy expensive, and it's very, very rare you get any deal in racing nowadays. Um, but if you do good enough, um, if you're, they look at everything. If you're marketable, if you could speak, it's all real-life stuff, right? Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're consistent, if you don't put the car on a wall all the, t- all the time and you're a reliable driver, you will get offers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we showed last year. So I got um, a pretty good offer for Trans Am this year. Not much is coming out of our, out of our pocket. And we're now able to compete for a full-time championship uh, season. And um, for the NASCAR stuff, again, that stuff's always going to be expensive. You can't, um, especially as a as a rookie, you're not going to get it for free, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously, still is coming out of the pocket, and we're getting some help from from sponsors. But um, uh, th- that's kind of how it works. I'm, so I'm, how do you go down there and like? Were you in Daytona to qualify to get yeah. this rolling? Yeah. So like, like you go down there. You're in a new car now, or is it the car from last year? New car, new car. 
<clears throat> so it's obviously this new team. What is the team that, that brought you on? Uh, it's actually, it's not a certified team mm -hmm. that has multiple cars. It's, it's basically a guy who knows a lot about race cars. Mm. Um, the guy who owns my night, my uh, Trans Am team, is coming along to help us. Mm -hmm. So we have a, we have a, a good crew chief. We have someone who knows the race cars really well, knows how to build them, and we have a good driver. So mm -hmm. um, it's kind of our little homemade team uh, that we put together. Plus, it's cheaper. I can't I can't afford some of that stuff. Yeah, um, it's crazy expensive. So, yeah, it, it's a, a lot of a lot of the politics that go into it. Um, but I mean, some of the some of the the teams, the highest teams in in the NASCAR division that I'm racing in now. It's $125,000 for one weekend Yeah. to race in Daytona. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that. So I can't I can't join one of those teams, but it shouldn't matter. We'll work our, our butts off and, and see what we can do. So you're you're down there. You're, you're now, you went down there and qualified. This is how you get invited to the tour you're about to go on, the season you're going into. So here's, here's more so how it works. You'll get an offer from a race team, right? Um, and they want you to race for them. So, um, either they'll contact NASCAR and, and, and tell them about you, or you have to contact NASCAR, but you need a NASCAR license. Mm -hmm. So what NASCAR will do is they'll, they'll look at your resume and see if you're eligible to race. And if you are, you now have your license. You have to be 18 or older to run on tracks like Daytona and Talladega, because those are the most dangerous tracks, right? So, mm -hmm. um, which I am. Um, and, uh, I mean... That's that's really it. And in your first race, you have to do good. Like, actually, I scratch that. You don't necessarily have to do good. You just have to stay out of trouble. Mm -hmm. If you get in a lot of trouble, you'll be suspended so quickly. Like, compared to so the they don't want driver, you banging into people and bouncing off the It looks bad, right? You're yeah. you're a rookie, and it's your first race. If it's a veteran and he makes mistake and crashes, okay, you know, he's a veteran. He's he's proven. If it's me, and I'm, I'm going into my first yeah. race and I'm I'm pissing people off, I'm not. I'm probably not going to be allowed back. Yeah, this guy's that. erratic. He's yeah, yeah. You know, he can't control. His it looks emotion. bad for the for the sport as well. They can't yeah. let someone like that do that. So, um, that's that's really how it works. So when is your first race now? You're leaving this week, right? Uh, Next week? Yeah, I'm leaving on Tuesday. So this is it's called Daytona Speed Weeks. So you know the Daytona 500. Yep. It's the, one of the biggest NASCAR races or motorsport races of the year. And here's how it works. So you got the Cup Series on Sunday, which is the 18th, and then you have. Um, Xfinity, which is the series below that, and then my race the day before, mm -hmm. and then the day before that is the truck series. But um, I'm racing during that weekend, so there's a lot of publicity, um, and it, I'd love to win it. I is it going to be win. on TV? Yeah, Fox Sports. Fox Sports? Yeah. All right. Fox Sports, it's a big, it's a, big uh, a lot of eyes on this race, so. I'm going to be watching, yeah. dude. Yeah, I need to. What's the date exactly? February 17th. February I think 17th? It's, I believe it's at 1.30 p.m. in the race. It's a big race. It's 200 miles an hour the entire time. That's awesome. There's no braking zone. You excited? This is, yes, I'm excited. It's so dangerous. This is one of the races where all 40 cars are all together. Yeah. You see a lot of stuff happen. You see people flipping over, flying through the, through the air. It's just one of those things where a lot of things can go wrong, but it's a show for the fans, um, and a lot of eyes are on it, and I'm excited to uh, put on a show for them. And the plan is to qualify good and, and put ourselves in position to win. Um, and I think it'd be a pretty big headline if this young 18-year-old driver um, wins his first ever race. I'm going to tell you right now, I, I feel you, you, you're you going to, dude. I, I, I just I feel that. Too. I have a feeling, too. And even if not, I learn a lot, but I know I'm not going to be in the back. I know I'm going to compete. It's just a matter of, it's like a chess game. I have to play all my cards right. So 
um, and we'll be there at the end. So I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people can say things like that, right? You, you step up to the podium and you can say this stuff about the football game coming up, right? The Super Bowl's coming up here in, in a week. And, uh, you know, a young quarterback like Brock Purdy can get up there and say all the right things. But does he? Does his mannerisms like feel it does it communicate you have to no no you but you to. you do man you communicate confidence and i see the tenacity in you you actually hold it back because you want it so bad it's in there right it's, it's all i want i mean dude i i want nothing more to be the best it doesn't matter what i do in anything in, in obviously mainly racing but i want to be the best you live one time and 95 percent of the people out there are average because they don't believe in themselves and they don't they, they play it safe. Well, they're dead by 35, and they don't get buried till 75. Yeah, 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 that's my point. They don't live. They survive. Yeah. And I don't want to live that way. Yeah. I don't want to live that way. I feel like I'm here for a reason, and I want to make a mark, and I'm ready to risk it all, because even if everything goes to... Everything goes bad, right? Even if everything goes bad, I have a story to tell. Yeah, hell of an experience. Yeah, with hell your, of an experience. With right? your pops, right? And even if it goes bad, I, I, will, I have a strong belief in myself that I can get back up there. You just can't stop. You can't quit. As cliche as that sounds, you yeah. cannot quit. Because no, if you just quit, keep learning. you fail. Yeah, it's, you, you don't fail when you quit. You fail, it's hard. You don't fail when you, um, when you fail. You just, you, you fail when you quit. So, um, true. you gotta, you gotta keep going. It's, it's that mentality that you need that took me a really long time to learn. You fail forward. Fail forward. It, it's all learning, right? It's all learning. So, so um, you go into this series. Yeah. You start to do some winning. You quickly will probably be recruited to the next you know, cup yes. up. So that's that's the cup series or Netflix series. Uh, or can you yeah. leapfrog? I I could leapfrog. So one thing about racing um, that's unique to others other sports is there's a ladder, but it's it's your choice on how you go up that ladder. Mm -hmm. There's no specific path. You could go up to the next. If another race car driver comes up on this show, I'm not sure if there will or will not. But I bet you they have a different path than mine. I told you the guy Jeffrey, them. you know, wants yeah. to come out. And you could be, you could have no, uh, you could have no money, right? And not have the money to do it, but be good enough to where you have to earn your way through every single step. step. And then you could have someone who's not that good, who just buys, maybe dad's a billionaire, could buy their way all the way to the top. Maybe. That's life. Yeah. Maybe you're an IndyCar driver and, and you get a, a a wild ride to race a NASCAR or F1. You just you just never know. There's there's a lot of money that's involved, but I don't I don't. It's just a small world out there. It's it's who you know, um, and and how bad you want it. It's really it just it depends. I can't I can't express it enough. Ask any driver. It's funny you say who you know. So as a younger guy, what are you doing to market yourself? Obviously, you have you have a decent social media following. Yeah. Um, you're doing a good job with that. You had a crazy viral reel recently, yeah, yeah, which yeah. Derek was the one who shared it with me. Um, what else are you doing to get out there and build relationships in that circle, right? Maybe you can meet a guy that you were super, you know, you made an impression on that is a billionaire in that NASCAR circle. You didn't know it. He was walking around in a flannel and jeans. You didn't know who he was. You know, what are you doing out there as a young guy that other young people can take from you to build those relationships? <laughs> Never, um, well, obviously don't burn bridges, but you can't, you can't close doors, right? There's, I mean, you go to a racetrack or anywhere, like you guys, doesn't matter where I am, um, you gotta, you gotta talk to people because you don't know their status and you don't know what they know. You mm -hmm. might think there's a, there's, that guy is an average dude, but you, little do you know, he owns an, a, a NASCAR team and he's, He's a billionaire who's looking to get another young driver into the car. So um, 
always take your opportunity to, to talk to people and talk to the people around you. You don't want a bad reputation. So mm -hmm. never, you, you can't in this sport, especially at this young age and with how many, the, the politics that are around this sport. Yeah, and it's big egos in it. So you're a young kid coming up with ego. It can work for you. Yeah, yeah, and it can work against you probably against most you. of the time. You gotta be. Uh, <laughs> There's a fine line. Yeah, you can be Conor McGregor, or you can be the guy that completely. If you're gonna be the villain, you gotta be liked at least. Right? Yeah, you know, correct. You gotta be a likable. Yeah, likable villain. Likable, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's 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 really it. You gotta you gotta you can't shut doors. You gotta be open to every opportunity. Talk to everyone. Be nice to everyone, even if they can't do anything for you. That's another connection that you have that they could they could help you with. So, well, dude. I love your story. Thank you. I know it's going to get longer and longer. I'm excited to now follow along because I was able to meet you and talk to you. Um, two things I want to ask you before we end it. Um, so for other young people your age or talking to the young 11-year-old Tommy, yeah. right? what would you say to that guy that's pursuing anything? It doesn't have to be racing. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process and... and don't get caught up in, in in the stuff around you, whether that's that's um whether that's your friends in school or or what's going on the dilemma in, sc in school because that's that's where you're gonna be as a child. You just trust the process, trust your gut, know what you want, and understand that that no if you want it bad enough, it will happen. If you want it bad enough, it will happen. You have to work hard. You have to be obsessed, and it's okay to be unbalanced. Um, and your dreams will come true. Just manifest it. Manifest. It, it is true. Manifesting is real because what you tell yourself is what ends up happening because I, I can't really tell you the science behind it, but if you believe you can't do it and you believe you can do it, you're both right. Yeah, correct. It's, it, it's, it's all mental. Everything's mental. Well, I was kicked out of high school and now I make seven figures and Dude, I yeah, it's always buy different businesses and I, I, I help other people yeah. get to their dreams and that was all something I manifested from a young age. It's always the dropouts who end up <laughs> become, making it. Because we're not sucked into the system of Absolutely. the matrix. Absolutely. Yes, yes. I, you're not sucked yeah, into the matrix. You can't get it. I don't want to work. Last thing is, who do you want to give some love to? Obviously, we talked about Nerd Focus. What about some of your other sponsors you want to give love to? Well, of course, yeah. Um, Nerd Focus, um, you got SC Arms, Derek Pita, they, uh, AI Media, um, Towson Watch Company, Bayshore Mortgage Funding, they, those guys all make this possible because without them, um, I wouldn't be here. So they're great partners. Um, my father, my mom, they, they've given up so much just to allow me to do um, all this. And it's, without parents like that, this isn't going to happen. So um, I'm lucky to have parents like mine. and. I hope um, a lot of young people see this, young uh, kids, and 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 see how I made it, and and understand that you're going to need support from your parents at a young age in order to to get it far. So um, I hope all the parents out there listening to don't give up on your child. You never know what they could uh, make out of uh, their dreams. So it's the truth. That's what I got. That's what I got. Good stuff, man. So I appreciate your time. Thank you. Cheers again. This is a great conversation. Yeah. Nice well, talking to you, Ryan. Absolutely. Cheers. Yeah.